bees in his library? Confound it, madam, my language is most controlled. I say we take off and nuke the entire scythe for It's the only way to be sure. In a thousand years, Gandahar was destroyed. A thousand years ago, Gandahar will be saved. The spice extends life. Silent breed is people! Welcome, listener, to Starcrest. We discuss genre movies released before the year 2000. And in this episode, we'll discuss Steel Dawn. It's a adventure, apocalyptic, every movie you've ever watched <laughs> kind of film from 1987. And there will be spoilers pretty soon. My name is Ebba. My name is Lydia. So, Steel Dawn. Name three things you associate with Steel Dawn. Uh, it's a bit like Mad Max. Mm. It's a little bit Star Wars. Mm. And it's a little bit... Uh, Patrick well, Swayze. <laughs> yes, Patrick Swayze. Uh, <laughs> you know, all those sort of um, sci-fi slash post-apocalyptic movies where there is a um, lack of water. and Yes. There yes. is like Ice Pirates, which we have watched together before. Uh, Tank Girl. And, you know, there's a whole... Uh, how should I say? A whole family of science fiction that deals with that concept. And Steel yes. Dawn is a part of that family. Yes, <laughs> definitely. Put it in a blender and Steel Dawn is birthed <laughs> in the goo. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> like, someone tells me to describe Steel Dawn. It's like, well, it's Mad Max. Oh, no, wait, it's not. It's, it's Star Wars. No, wait, it's not. It, you know, you, you're, 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 yes. you're already comparing it yes. to other movies. So, first thing you think of oh you yes. know it's kind of like blah 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 <laughs> you know this one and with the dash of that one <laughs> no it very much is like that and it's also like this this fairly fairly old trope of like a lone man walking into a village people he doesn't know he's obviously got like a past it may be like a violent and like sort of tra like tragic past and he's kind of running away from it but you know that he'll be running forever like and and the, the, it's it's the, it's this movie again like it's it's that thing and he of course falls in love with a a uh, very motherly and and wonderful woman <laughs> of the village whom is played in this uh, film by Patrick Swayze's then wife which i find uh, endearing honestly <laughs> i think it's kind of cute and her name is if i'm not uh, remembering correct incorrectly Lisa Niemi the pronunciation there is i am i am not sure Niemi 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 me 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 Freestyling. We're Swedish, so we are yeah. inclined to pronounce it Niemi. Yes. Uh, because yes. it sounds Thank Finnish you. to us. But how you <laughs> would like to say it in English, we don't know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we're too lazy to check it out. Oh, yes, so. yes. <laughs> I've said it before, I'm going to say it again. We're not that kind of a podcast. <laughs> yes. You're in the wrong part of the app if that's what you want right now. <laughs> Uh, so yes, Steel Dawn. Um, 
if would you like to go through the plot really quickly like the major plot points i mean you've already said like basically we have a man who's alone enters a village you know drama ensues and we also have a serious lack of water and hence the drama and the violence and the conflict happens like but is there anything else to that that you feel um well i would, feel like would be needed um, to paint the picture yeah, yeah, we we we've sort of presented the main character. Yeah, uh, he's never named. He's just no. I think in the credits he's called Nomad. You know, he's mm-hmm. the the lone gunslinger of the West and that kind of character. You know, the Mad Max who wanders the, the desert in the right. apocalyptic, apocalyptic future. Uh, that's the main character, and then you have the world, and we sort of introduce that also. You know, it's. Uh, after the end of the world, you know, after the yeah. disaster, and probably nuclear. Given exactly. The time. Yeah. <laughs> that, that's kind of the, the implication. I think it's yeah. it's kind of it's probably nuclear, yeah. um, which brings the mind back to Damnation Alley, which is not a good memory, but never mind. <laughs> hey, that car is awesome. <laughs> True. That is awesome. True. True. Um, but the world is, uh, you know. It's Mad Max. It's that type of, you know, that sort of dry uh, landscape. Shoulder padded. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, a landscape where you pick up stray dogs on the way, apparently, which happens to both Mad Max and yes. uh, Patrick Swayze in this movie. Yes. Uh, <laughs> and you sort of have small settlements of surviving humanity and they're sort of very far from each other and there's not really a country to speak of it is just small settlements and they Mm. have their sort of conflicts and their problems with not the government but but sort of their authorities yes authorities uh, power struggles within within them etc so that's the world Uh, but then I would say the inciting incident the one that Mm. sort of kickstarts the plot is we have um, Nomad, or Patrick Swayze's character, meet up with one of his old friends um, whose name I don't actually remember, it's not really important <laughs> uh, <laughs> but but an old friend and, and you sort of understand that they've they've depended on each other in the past and, and they've sort of trained together and they've learned to survive in this world together um, and this friend uh, says that he is gonna go and become a peacekeeper for this settlement yeah it's never quite explained what that means but you sort of you can kind of guess that yeah it's it's a police uh, situation Mercenary yeah kind of yeah kind of yeah um you know a, a a lawman of some kind, mm. if you wish, uh, that type of role for that mm. for the village for the settlements. Um, but things happened as they want to do in the movie. <laughs> uh, they are attacked in this sort of tavern that they are sitting in, and the friend dies. Uh, and our main character decides that a He's gonna fulfill his friend's wish and go to the settlement and become the peacemaker, the peacekeeper instead. Uh, and he's also gonna get revenge on his friend because mm. he's, he sort of figures that the two probably have something to do with each other. Uh, someone doesn't <laughs> want that settlement to have a peacekeeper. Is uh, right. <laughs> the idea? <laughs> his two brain cells really work together on that one. <laughs> exactly. 
<laughs> he put two and two together and he yes. came up with the right answer. And they yes. got the six and he was like, woohoo! <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then off he goes and, and he starts his, his journey. Um, and he eventually does come to the settlement and he, like you said, he befriends a woman who has like a I want to say like a farmstead, uh, you know, she has yeah. her own sort of, She her house is not the center of the village, it's, it's a little no. bit outside, yeah. um, and she has a son, and she has this uh, farm hand, essentially, helping yeah. hand, uh, I don't remember that character's name either, actually, but the actor is, um, he plays in both uh, The Fifth Element and Blade Runner, and... Uh, um, and something else, but now it's escaping me. Yeah. He, but he's, once he's, you see him, you, <laughs> you recognize him in instantly, I feel exactly. like. He's got a very yeah. special look to him. Exactly. Like, Styling-wise and everything, so you recognize him. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, we were sitting when we were watching it, we, we were like, like we what? recognize him. Like, <laughs> from where, you know? Yeah. <laughs> what? Where is he from? And, and we had a whole discussion. And that happened more than once in the movie. Yes. Uh, yes. There were actually a lot of recognizable faces in this. And that was like, a, a pleasant surprise. So surprisingly. Especially, uh, I feel like the first scene was kind of weak, honestly. Mm. I don't I like the. F- I, I think it, it was a bit clumsy. And I, I, if I remember right, correct, the setting was a bit. It just, it just looked like TV set mm. you know what I, like sort of sword and fantasy tv series set and it didn't look very well and i think that sort of set things off um, maybe in, in the wrong like how i was expecting it to go in a way but then all of these faces appeared and like there's some solid environments and solid acting and and uh, costume is absolutely fine at times great honestly like for what it is like if if you if you're keeping it like within the context and everything mm. so it's really it's it's a fun experience that way like now of course we've spoiled it for you so you know <laughs> so you can't put steel dawn on and be like whoa that person's in it and oh i remember that one but, but yeah. yeah so uh, cool. the actor that we're talking about uh, it's called Brian James, mm. um, and he mm. played a character named Tark. Um, Tark, yeah, who yeah. is uh, for for a side character. He has actually quite an important yeah. role in the, in the film. Yeah. I would say, yeah. Um, and among other known actors, uh, we had a visit from the Mummy himself. Yes, Imhotep. Uh, <laughs> I, I did he even have like a named role in this one? Like he was just uh, a goon. <laughs> Like, like pretty bad much, guy. pretty much. <laughs> but it um, was so surprising to see him. Like, what are you doing here? <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> now, this was made before the Bobby, but still, Wait, we what? we are watching it much later, obviously. Mm-hmm. Uh, so for us, it was just w- another film that this sort of reminded us of. Yeah. Oh, when you know. We're thinking of this movie and this movie, and it reminds us of this and this. Yes, yes. But we never quite feel like, oh, but this is still done. You know, this is its own thing. It is always we compare it to. Yeah, yeah, we compare it to other titles. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I will remember this film just because it's such a good example of the genre in a way. Mm. Like, 
it, it really is like you could watch just this one and get a sense of this type of film. Uh, and, and you you like get that experience in a way, in a way, like um so it it's it's really it's really funny that way. But like you say, I wouldn't remember it because of its strong uh unique character. <laughs> like it doesn't have that at no. all. <laughs> no. I think I think the reason you would remember it is uh, not because it has such a, such a strong identity of its own. You would remember it because it incorporates all of the tropes. Yes, like <laughs> like, like here, here's a DVD of genre. Like this yeah. is this is this type of film. Like it's it's that, uh, and like, also surprisingly good. I just like it's it's not. Like when you see it and when you're like, oh, I have never heard of this. And it's a weird Patrick Swayze movie before or kind of exactly when he was getting famous in, in you know, in a big way. Like, oh, uh, but it's surprisingly fun to watch. Like, honestly, it's it's it just sounds like it's not going to be like when you see it and you and you read the backside. But it is mm. it is fun, even mm. though it's not it's not its own thing. It's still fun, you know, mm. And I do think like the acting is a lot to do with that, uh, and also the very entertaining wig worn by one of the bad guys, <laughs> which is we should make like a like a hall of fame for wigs. Oh, why yes. why didn't we think of this like three or four years ago when we started this adventure? Like we should have just made that a thing. <laughs> We didn't know it would become such a thing that we watch movies with weird wigs. <laughs> true, true. But when we saw the first wig, we should have... Hmm. This might be the start of something great. <laughs> but hey, back to Steel Dawn. Back to Steel Dawn. Yes. Um, I, you know, it's, it's, it's funny. I don't know how much I have to say about Steel Dawn, and I think it's due to what we've just discussed. Mm. Do you feel kind of the same way? Yeah. 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 Uh. <laughs> I had a feeling you, you would. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if if there is a particular part of Steel Dawn that you, you, you sort of you want to take that out and, and mm. analyze it a little bit deeper and maybe discuss it a little bit deeper, then you always have another more famous, higher budgeted movie yep. that is a better example of that thing. So yeah. it's, it's never that, oh, let's talk about this trope or this trend in films. Steel Dawn is never going to be the one that comes out on top because... No, 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 right. Like, And you would just fall into discussions that would kind of not have a lot to do with Steel Dawn if you were mm. getting into those. Mm. Uh, and then it would be like... Well, maybe that's a discussion that's better to have when you're actually then watching Mad Max, for example, yes, than, yes. you know, burning all those bridges right now. Like, like That's kind of what my takeaway is from what you said now. Like, mm, yeah, mm. definitely. How do you feel? Because I'm, I'm trying to think of other films like right now that have, have this sort of water trope because resources, like low on resources is like, it's, I feel like that's been around for a long time. Like films that are just like, oh no, we don't have any... XYZ but mm. I'm thinking like the the whole water desert thing like apart from Mad Max I, I don't feel like I can mention one off the top of my head that's like contemporary right now no I mean the thing is that 
that kind of post-apocalyptic movie, you know, with the, the post-nuclear desert landscape. Yeah. We don't have those anymore because no. we don't have the threat of a nuclear disaster yeah. over our head as much as, you know, people in the post-World War II era True. did, for example. True. Um, so, I mean, maybe... <laughs> I don't know what the future will hold, you know, maybe now with Russia, that kind of threat might become more prevalent yeah, again um, yeah. in, in, in sci-fi storytelling, for example. Um, so, no, I don't, I, I, I don't think specifically what you're, you're asking about, no, we don't have a lot of those made anymore. No. However, I sort of feel like the idea of a lack of water in science fiction stories, that one still prevails because it's something that is very relatable you know mm. we know that we need water to survive and oh what yeah. happens when we don't have it yeah it just has been placed in a different scenario and i would take up uh, or i would mention the, um, the expanse as an example uh, because oh. the belters for example they mm. The whole dynamic, the whole politics of the Expanse universe is that the mm. Belters are very dependent on Earth and Mars because mm. the Belters don't have water yeah. on their own, they have to import yeah. it. And that, that's a good example. That's that really creates the whole, almost the whole conflict in the Expanse yeah. universe, uh, you know, with the 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 outer planet alliance and everything but but that, that's a <laughs> that's oh a, a different podcast episode if you yeah. want to talk expands <laughs> Def <but laughs> definitely and i don't no i'm kidding but <laughs> uh but it's it's, it's funny I, like this is going to be a minor spoiler if um if you haven't played horizon uh forbidden west which i know you haven't linea unless you've uh i haven't played all of it yeah I have started it, but I'm not finished. Have you but... gotten to desert parts? No, I'm not very Should... far into it. Okay, so... Should I maybe not get into this then? <laughs> no, it's fine. It's fine. Okay, I, yeah. I, I, I don't mind well, spoilers. I mean, I, I can keep it super vague because it's, it's, mm -hmm. it's not that important like to the main thing. But but there are uh, some like tribes and this is this is post-apocalypse uh, setting in, unless mm -hmm. you know what Horace um, and Forbidden West is. And that's uh, way in the future it's a video game i should also mention that tiny information <laughs> <laughs> can be important to know but then there are these uh tribes and they're living in like absolute scorching desert like it looks so uh dry <laughs> mm. and like our main character is sweating they like they added that animation in to <laughs> make sure we understood it like it's warm and water is very important for like trading and power relations and uh, basically like currency in a way so I feel like that could be one example that is very close honestly mm. very very close to what Steel Dawn is part of it's almost it's almost like spot on so I was it's it's funny like how once you start to think of things and then these mm. sort of examples do pop up like it's mm. it's still something that is in our cultural mindset or something mm, or yeah. toolbox i don't know you should really get on gaming more of that <sighs> i know <Yeah>. i know <laughs> but i have so little free time now because i know you do i know, I know. I, 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 yeah 
It takes time to travel to and from work and I begin yes. early in the morning and I get home late and I want to sleep also because <laughs> I like sleeping. So. You want to sleep? <laughs> My god, Linnea. <laughs> Overrated. Do do ecstasy. Uh, <laughs> Go all night. Yeah. Don't do drugs. I I just want to point out when we are recording this right now, she's a quarter to eight in the evening. And uh, usually, if I'm going up working uh, the next day, I, I sort of go to bed around eight uh, <laughs> because I go up at four thirty in the morning. Oh my and god! And I hate I early never. mornings. I could never. <laughs> And the, well, yeah, and also, I I need to complain here. Yes, uh, it has absolutely do. nothing to do with movies or science fiction, <laughs> but they changed bus schedule this weekend. No. No. And that, that was something I knew was going to happen because they sort of advertised oh, it far God. in advance that oh mm. we're changing the bus schedules this weekend. Be sure to keep track. Uh, and they made it worse because no. there are fewer buses go <gasps> from where I travel in the morning, and the one that fits best with my schedule it leaves earlier so I have to leave home a few minutes before can (sighs) you like does your job allow for you to start working a little bit earlier if you get there earlier yes 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 oh good right now well right now yes because we have uh, the so-called flex time where we yeah good we can we can sort of within certain intervals we can decide yeah. when we start and finish work but later on when our actual production because I, I work with pharmaceutical production yeah. when our actual production is uh, is, is, is happening because Honestly, it's not yeah. at the moment <laughs> <laughs> when that is actually happening then we have then we have to keep to a very strict schedule because it's mm. you know the machines are mm. only running certain times so God damn it, Skånetrafiken. <laughs> Why you do this? <laughs> I hope I hope it's just for like the summer and that it will go back to the usual thing in the True. winter, but I don't know. They might know. they might feel like they don't have enough people on the buses, but still ooh. But the thing is, the thing Fingers is crossed. I take I take the very earliest bus I can from mm. cl- the, the nearest the closest bus stop from where I live. I take the very earliest bus I can from there in the morning, and there's a surprising number of people who go on that bus. So I feel like could have not had the reason. Bus. Not the no. reason then. <laughs> Do better. Mm. Collective traffic. What is that in English? Co- uh, public transit. Public. Yes. Yeah. Let's yeah. go with that. Yeah. Yeah. Let's go with that. Well, obviously, uh, we are uh, getting done with Steel Dawn. I feel, like, I feel like we can't stick to Steel Dawn, if you know what I mean. Like, we just like... <laughs> oh, by the way, if uh, we were talking about Horizon Forbidden West earlier. And like, mm. that's a fantastic game. It's like the most beautiful game I've ever played ever. I loved it. It's a, it's a lot of fun. I just wish there were a hundred more quests on that gigantic Aww. map that's my only like please and that's just because I feel like it's so good that I just want more of it mm. but I've been, been playing uh, a lot of cyberpunk 2077 ah. also highly recommend highly recommend uh, sometimes it's good to be because I didn't jump on the uh, hype train mm. when that was around 
So coming in late now after a big update, perfect time to try out Cyberpunk, <laughs> I can tell you. Yes, perfect. I can imagine. Yeah. Well, um, we do have a few of our standard yes. questions here that I think we could uh, address. Um, double feature, I kind of feel like we've already done. Uh, yes. Because uh, as oh. we've established. Yeah, yeah. I have one. Okay. Mm. So if you want the this kind of film, but you're like, my God, I'm so parched. I'm so thirsty after this. Like, I can't <laughs> with the desert. Then watch Waterworld. <laughs> it's the same thing. Only water, because there's no sand anymore. <laughs> no land or sand. <laughs> so that's an opposite double feature for yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. What should that be? What, what do you call it when something is yeah. the opposite? But still the same, uh, I feel like. Well, hmm. when you're talking words, I think it's like antonym instead of synonym. That rings so a bell. It would be anti- an anti-feature. <laughs> we'll workshop that one, I think. We'll... Uh... A, a double feature and an anti-double feature, but that's, that sounds like that's... an anti-double feature sounds like something you're not recommending. Like, we like are stay away from it. Yes. Um, pa- no, palate cleanser wouldn't work either because I feel like no. if you want, if we're asking palate, yeah, obviously something completely. Hmm. Same, but not the same, but the same. <laughs> like that kind of meme. But that's also an awful, awful, awful name for it. So, I don't know. I don't know. I kind of feel like just double feature would still work. Because yeah. double feature, to me anyway, sort of implies a movie that works together with another yeah. movie. But they don't necessarily have to be the same. So, yeah, I think it works. No, no. Like, uh, like f- food. Like... Mm. Potatoes goes with the uh, meatballs, but they are not the same. But they are double. I don't know why I derailed so far. I don't know. Okay. Yes, we we'll stick with double feature. I will stick away from the food related uh, comparisons. I, don't I love know. how you went with potatoes and meatballs out of all the foods you could have chosen. Yes. Like why? I. I don't know. Uh, you could have gone something like cheese and crackers or something, you know. Right. That would be honestly way better. <laughs> because they also like work as an appetizer. But yeah. Anywho. <laughs> uh, any other question that we want to get? Uh... Well, I was kind of interesting mm. just because we had our earlier discussion with mm? Horizon and Expanse and everything. Mm. Uh, should this be remade in 2022? <sighs> Ooh. Hmm. You know what? I feel like Steel Dawn is a pretty badass movie name. I There are probably other Steel Dawn films out there. But I feel like... Um, oh my god, I just used movie and film in two different sense next to each other. Like I can't decide. <laughs> and I can't. So there you go. Um, so I, you know, um, I, it's one of those where I go like, why not? I feel like we could go for a dry desert apocalypse film right now. I feel like Mad Max made such a good, like, fun impact 
way back mm. that was because it was just like a really really excellent film as well uh, but I feel like like right now like what are we getting in terms of apocalypse like we're still getting the occasional like zombie film mm. we're getting uh, we had Avengers Endgame <laughs> yeah, yes <laughs> but that, so like that's... superhero yeah, yeah. sort I mean, of magical Endgame almost. and sort of the, the MCU that's yeah. apocalypse that's not post-apocalypse not to this to the same extent so true yes exactly exactly and i also feel like like we've had environmental disasters but they're always they're not like oh nuclear you know like war related it's more like oh we just used everything up and now we're fucked Mm. basically Mm. so i you know why not Mm. why not but it would really have to like workshop what it wants to do yes because this story is not enough on its own they they need to do something with it i feel like uh, you would you would you like to remake this now or leave it to its dusty death <laughs> in the in the desert <laughs> oh it's a hard one i feel like yeah um well, I mean, as I said earlier, you know, the the, the uh, nuclear threat uh, used to be something that we, or, you know, our generation, Eba and I, that we couldn't really um, mm. identify with or, or what have you. Uh, mm. Maybe that will change now since we have mm. war in our neighboring countries. But yes. uh, <laughs> uh, but, uh, but we but, laugh, but, but we cry inside. Like <laughs> Exactly, exactly. We have to laugh because... Yeah. Life sucks otherwise. Uh, <laughs> right. uh, but depending on how that developed, maybe I would say that, yeah, maybe you could remake it as is. But I would also say that mm, you maybe had to transform the nuclear disaster to more of a climate yes. uh, disaster, yes. you know, to, uh, to, to feel more modern, uh, yes. I guess. But otherwise, yeah, sure. Remake it. Yeah. Yeah. So, listener, if you have watched Steel Dawn and you want to uh, share your thoughts or, or give us feedback or recommendations for future episodes, you can reach out to us at starcrashpodcast at gmail.com. And that's where you will find both Ebba and I. Uh, you can find me online as Robot Maria on a number of social social medias. Um, Ebba is a little bit more antisocial, so you won't find her <laughs> quite as many places. Like a double feature, <laughs> but it's not a double feature. Exactly. It's exactly. an anti feature. Yes. We complement each other so well. Precisely. <laughs> 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 anyway, uh, join us next time as we sit down and talk about a Sphere. Bye-bye. Yes, Sphere. Bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>